0: My name's Terry. Welcome to the Oddscast.
1: Welcome to the Oddscast.
2: Anything more? Welcome to the Oddscast. AFC East Edition Oddscast Summer NFL Preview Series. Welcome. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Dominic DeLeo alongside Joe DeLara. Terry takes. Quick hitters on the NFL futures markets, how we're looking at projecting these teams. If you haven't listened to our NFC East podcast that came out on Tuesday, um, we talk about some of uh, the COVID-19 issues, the no fans, how we're looking at teams, basically um, listen to a more in-depth thing, go back and listen. But um, Yeah,
0: we get medical advice, <laughs> What what, chlor- what chlorine to drink. Go ahead. Go ahead and give a list. The
2: hydro chloric, chlorine queen? Yeah. Um, so the AFC East, we talked about teams that have continuity. This division, most intriguing <laughs> to me, I think, just because the Patriots are still the favorite um, by a slim margin. Um, they're basically even odds plus 115. Followed by the Bills at plus 135 around that range. And the Jets and the Dolphins are like seven, eight to one, depending on where you look um, to win this division. But I think this division is much more wide open than the other divisions, at least from the top to the bottom, just because the top team is without their generational quarterback that they've had for the last, whatever, 17 years. Um, and I'm not really buying the bills, but what are your initial thoughts on it at this division? We'll get into the weeds in a little bit. Um, but i you know, I think most intriguing division, um, by far.
0: Uh, just, I, I had one general note under the AFC East. It just says no more Tom Brady. Thank (laughs) God. (laughs) That was a genuine smile. Ah, oh, it feels so good. Uh, anyone can win this division now. I don't care, Bill Belichick. I'll say Bill Belichick is a system coach. It, it, all of his, his uh, success is due to Tom Brady. Uh, <laughs> wow! Uh, wow! <laughs> yeah, but I agree. I think this division's wide open. If you look at the, the bottom of, the bottom of the division, a lot of lot of high odds to win. And, You know, it's going to be a weird season. So, I agree. Did you already bet the Dolphins, or what? Uh, I've, uh, I've laid some money on the dolphins to don't win the division at nine to one. Um, but I don't know if we want to get into that stuff yet just giving some general general overview here. Well,
2: let's, let's talk about the Patriots first. Um, obviously no Brady, the markets for this kind of have dipped a little bit on the Patriots. At least I've, I've come back to plus money, um, as I think realized that they weren't going to go sign Cam Newton or Andy Dalton and that they're yeah. liking Jared Stidham just because Stidham's so hard to project because he only really played in one game last year um, and threw a pick six hasn't looked great. But from by all accounts,
1: like, spread.
2: <laughs> by yeah. all accounts, Stidham is their guy and they like Stidham. I don't know if that you can just put Garoppolo in his place and say, oh, they love Garoppolo. So Siddham's probably pretty good. Um, But there's just really nothing to project here. Joe had an interesting point, though, about this divisional market. If you think that defensively the Patriots are not going to regress, that Belichick is going to continue being um, like the defensive mastermind that he is and that their defense is going to be top five in the league, as soon as you see Stidham and if he's like a comp is if he's a competent quarterback in preseason, however many preseason games they play like that market is going to shoot down probably to less than even money. If Stidham plays well. Um, and I think he's yeah. going to look decent in terms of just, you know, playing a conservative game plan. He might play like a quarter, but just think about that. If you're thinking about Ben, the Patriots probably bet them earlier than later. Um, if you like Stidham or if you believe what they're saying, saying about him as, as camp comes out. Um, so Joe, what do you think about the Patriots situation here? Um, I know Terry's happy, but what do you think about, um, the actual franchise, um, and their 2020 prospects with no Tom Brady? Uh,
1: so I, you you touched on that one part anyway. Uh, like I, I think it's still the Patriots division to lose, to be honest. I mean, they are you still have Bill Belichick, who is like, you know, I don't think he's really a system coach, uh, Terry. But, you know, you have uh, arguably the greatest coach of all time. Uh, and even though they have like a questionable quarterback situation, uh, I think that he can alleviate a lot of concerns. Uh, the fact that he did have to spend a year behind Brady, learn the system, learn everything. I think he's going to be in a position where, or Belichick can scheme to take advantage of what he is and that may be good at. Um, so I do think that if you're going to bet the Patriots, you bet on them now. Uh, I think that right now is probably the best odds you're going to get on them uh, because it's clear that they're not going to after somebody else right now. Um, and I think as soon as he... Uh, plays at least a little bit uh, in the preseason, the odds are going to change. And you, if you're going to bet another team, you actually might benefit from waiting a little bit uh, to bet them. And then you know Belichick is not—he's—he's uh, he's, uh, the last time the Patriots didn't win nine games was in 2000, and that was in his first, Belichick's first year in New England. So I mean, looking at 20 years ago, it's—it's like, I, it's really tough to bet against the Patriots in my mind here
2: yeah i think the only way the odds go down is if stidham comes in in like week one of the preseason and throws two picks um
0: i I just i i think them being even odds or plus 125 on DraftKings, i just think in a division where i think it's going to be a toss-up who wins and no one really knows that that's just not the odds i'm looking for they lost like, they lost Brady, like we said, but they also lost Kyle Van Noy to the Miami Dolphins.
2: Van Noy, and, who was the highest-rated player on their defense last year, PFF, besides there, Gilmore.
0: There you go. And Jamie Collins, they, he's gone, too. So they they lost, like, key pieces to their defense. And to think that, you know, the Patriots can just manufacture these players. Like, sure, Belichick's a great defensive coach, but, you know, like, like, like I said, especially here where you're you're going to be bringing in new players um it's going to take them a while to get going and even if they do like sit versus brady brady could barely score points with the weapons he had on offense last year so you now you expect a guy that's not even a quarter of as good as tom brady to come in and what he's going to need to score score like 21 points 24 points a game i don't know if they're going to be able to do that
2: yeah, I think the weapons issue is probably a bigger concern yeah. than the quarterback's issue because even Brady, who wasn't great last year in just of metrics and yards per attempt, things like that, you know, there's stories coming out that he didn't trust his, his weapons, but he had Edelman, and then when Edelman was doubled, like, they tried to get Neil Harry in there, um, who was a first-round pick the year, I think he was a rookie last year. Um, they he traded the a second-round second round pick for Mohamed Sanu, didn't really work out. He's probably over the hill um, they drafted, uh, the tight end, I think Matt Asiasi this year. Uh, but they saw the same running backs. Like, I don't know, even if they hit on Asiasi and he's like the second coming of Aaron Hernandez, minus, minus the
0: murders. extracurricular
2: and the murders. Um, <laughs> and you know, Harry takes a step forward. I still don't think this team is offensively gifted enough to um off, offset what they've lost on defense. I agree with you. I think that plus 135 or plus 115 isn't great odds. Like I think this division I would put no. them at like plus 200 just because there's a lot of teams behind them. Like this isn't what we talked about in the NFC East on Tuesday where it's like there's two top teams and then two bottom teams. Like I think that the markets have that exactly the same. Like the Patriots and Bills are like the like the, the, the Cowboys and the Eagles but the Redskins and Giants are the same as the Jets and the Dolphins. I think if you take the NFC odds, NFC East odds, put them on the AFC East, like I think the AFC East is a lot different because I can see the Jets and the Dolphins making runs this division where I can't see that for the Redskins and the Giants. Yeah,
0: yeah. and yeah. when when you have Tom Brady as your quarterback, you can afford to miss on draft picks because he's Tom Brady and he can fill those gaps. and. Cover those, you know, weaknesses. But now, like Belichick has had problems drafting wide receivers. um He drafted a safety from a D two college in the, with their first pick in the second round.
2: He was he's good. He's going to be yeah, good because I actually was. I was trying to get him. I thought the Bills were in love with him, and I bet him to be drafted by the Bills. But I did some looking at him, and he's actually probably going to be pretty good in the NFL.
1: Yeah, but yeah, the I mean, the Patriots, Patriots draft was interesting because it's almost like it seemed like the Patriots didn't actually address any of the needs that they really had. Like they didn't go and draft a quarterback. They didn't really draft uh, like good position, skilled players on offense. It it almost, you, you wonder, is it at a point where Belichick's like drinking his own Kool-Aid a little bit and saying, well, like I can make this work with whatever I take.
2: Things that the Patriots are good at. I will give them this. They have a good offensive line. Which goes a lot a long way, especially with like a young, unproven quarterback like Stidham. Um, and they are good in pass coverage because they didn't lose like they lost Van Noy, they lost Collins, but they kept both McCourty's. They have Gilmore. Um, Phillips is good in coverage. Like, but the coverage-wise, as I'm looking at DVO or um, PFF stuff, coverage and cornerbacks are like the most volatile year to year. So they had an all-world secondary last year very hard to carry that over from year to year so but to give them credit those those are the two things they do well other than belichick being like the greatest coach of all time moving on move on i'm over them okay moving on you want to do the bills first because this is another team that i'm not too high on
0: sure it seems like you want to talk about the bills
2: well, the bills are, you know, they're plus one thirty five to win the division. And if we're gonna make the case that the Jets and the Dolphins have a chance to win this division, like if people are gonna be looking at the Patriots, okay, I don't believe in them. Next thing is the bills. You know, upstart young team, made the playoffs last year, blew their wild card game, should have won that game. They should have been in the divisional playoffs last year. And I you know, in a year where Brady isn't in this division, the last time Brady hasn't played a full season in this division, a team other than the the Patriots won this division. That was the dolphins in 2008, the Matt castle year. looking at the bills things. They do well, their defense is like average, like above average. I mean, they were good at times last year. Um, And then other than that, like defenses from year to year, volatile can regress a lot. They don't have much of a pass rush. They're pretty good stopping the run and they're decent in coverage, but offensively Josh Allen was one of the worst quarterbacks graded by PFF last year. Offensive line, not great. They add Stefan Diggs who like, you know, I don't really feel that he's like a transcendent talent at wide receiver. Like he's a very, he's probably like a top 15, 20 receiver, but he's not like this all world guy. I can't
0: wait for him to yell at Josh Allen for (laughs) inaccurate passes. (laughs) He's just like a cooler Kirk cousins.
2: If, if you want to make if you want to make the argument for the Bills, what is your argument for them to win this division? Uh,
0: my argument would be they have a very good coach and Sean McDermott. Um, their defense is good. Um, Josh Allen makes plays. Uh, he can. He's very mobile. He is a dual threat, um, and uh, they they have the continuity and they've added they've gotten better on offense with Stephon Diggs um, and Tom Brady's not in the division anymore
2: but why, but why the Bills other than the Jets and the Dolphins coaching no
0: i don't i don't get your question
2: saying, like, like, like why I mean, why the bill? like why how does Tom Brady help not no Tom Brady help the Bills more than it helps the Dolphins and the Jets Like I'm asking Bill specific questions for the AFC East right now for you.
0: Yeah, I just said because of their coach and their defense and there's no Tom Brady. So they don't have to deal with the Patriots. The Patriots were everyone's biggest obstacle. (laughs) Tom Brady's gone. So that obstacle is not there anymore.
2: So, Joe, are you a believer in the Bills?
1: Uh. So, not really. I, I think more so. Like I wanted to. I like. Uh, I wanted to talk more about the Jets. Like I felt like I liked them more. But then uh, that's not what. I'm not like really a believer in the Bills either. Yeah. No. I'm just saying. Like I'm not really a believer in the Bills. Like I don't think. I think that Josh Allen has taken steps forward. But I don't think that they're a team. I, I'm not really. I'm not looking to bet on the Bills in this division this year. Uh, I don't think that they're. I don't know. I just. I just don't buy them. Like, I don't have, like, I think kind of, hurts. so, uh, no, I think that they did improve, uh, in terms of getting digs and, uh, you know, Josh Allen's gonna have another year of developing, but I just don't, I don't know. I just don't buy him for whatever reason. I think the way Josh Allen plays, it makes me worry that he's going to get hurt. And it, you know, cause he, cause he is trying to make plays on his feet. He is running a lot. And I do have some concerns about, you know, if he goes down, what does that offense look like?
2: Well, this is an offense that was ranked 21st in DVOA last year. They add Diggs, Josh Allen, another year of development. The, t- the thing that carried this team last year was their defense. And, yeah. you know, defense, there's usually a lot of regression with defense. Um, and I don't know how COVID plays into this at all, but I'm just not, I'm not excited about the Bills. Um, I, I, mean, I know I should about,
0: be. Yes, Shaq Lawson's on the Dolphins now. Thank you, Buffalo. Um, Jordan Phillips left for the Cardinals, and Ed Oliver got arrested uh, last Saturday for DWI and guns. So we don't know what his deal is. They did add A.J. Espinosa, the Iowa defensive end, who's very good, but I don't know. There's there's, there's some holes. There's some holes.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm just not going to bet on the Bills to win this division at plus 135. There's just no way.
2: Yeah, I think I think it's more so like, yeah, the Bills are probably the most logical team. If the Patriots aren't who they were um, and they're like a seven, eight win team, the Bills are probably the next logical team to win nine games. But at plus one thirty five like the, I just don't see it in a division I think is wide open and it's wide open because of these bottom two teams. And the, oh, I think-
0: well, hold on. The win total for them is nine. They won 10 games last year.
2: I'm. I already hit the under. I'm. I'm thinking the Bills are like a six, seven win team max.
0: Um, half the teams that make the playoffs, you know, from year to year, don't make the playoffs the next year. So the Bills, the Bills are a good candidate um, to be one of those teams that don't make the playoffs the following year after making the playoffs. Um, yeah. but
2: the the reason I'm not on the Bills are because, like I've said, that this division I think is top to bottom the closest division and the jets and dolphins who are at seven and eight to one respectively, depending on the books, they might be flipped the jets and the dolphins, I think are just as good. I know it sounds crazy, but they're just as good on paper as the bills. And we'll start with the jets. The team that I think is most likely to emerge from this bottom tier. Um, We'll hear about Terry's dolphins in a little bit, but the jets, I think have the best player in this entire division with Jamal Adams um, I think Sam Darnold in a, in a division that has like Ryan Fitzpatrick as the best quarterback on paper coming into this and two quarterbacks, Josh Allen, Sam Darnold entering their third year, I think, or fourth year like I Sam Darnold, who didn't have an entire year last year um, with the motto thing. Like the jets were kind of like this upstart really hipster, sexy pick last year before Sam Darnold really ruined the season with his mono. Um, this is a team that ended very well at the end of the season. I think they were six and two to end the year last year. Yeah. Um, and defensively very good. I think that unlike other teams that see defensive aggression, this is a team that was very good at stopping the run. Um, they, have some big guys up front, McClendon, Fatou Like these guys are, are run stuffing talents. Um, they don't have as good of a pass rush as you would like to, but I think this team, like this division really doesn't have great pass rushing ability at all. Um, they add Becton on the, fr- on the offensive line, you know, the offensive line was God awful last year. So you would think that there would be at least some improvement from year to year just because of how bad they were last year. Um And then weapons wise, like not great, but, you know, I think that defensively this team is going to be better than the Bills. That might sound crazy, but I think the Jets have a shot. If Sam Darnold makes the logical next step and becomes like a top 15 quarterback in the league, which I think, you know, coming out of this coming out of his draft class, like Darnold was likened a lot by analysts like more than Mayfield was who went first um, more than Allen was who went eighth Rosen 10th you know still in this division but (laughs) I think uh, the Jets could string something together just by how good they looked last year
1: yeah I mean the one thing that's interesting is like last year I think the Jets uh, I saw something that they didn't have to leave the Eastern time zone play any of their games And then, you know, this year there's obviously going to be more travel. I don't know how much do you think the travel is going to affect them, you know, but they have to play multiple games in LA, uh, travel to Seattle. Do you think that that's going to, you know, impact their situation versus last year where they kind of didn't really have to travel that far and played like a relatively easy schedule where this year they have one of the hardest schedules in the NFL? I, I mean, I think it helps that, you know,
0: the pandemic is going on because Hoboken bars are closed and Sam Darnold can't get mono by making (laughs) checks at the bar. So that's, that's something that's good and probably helps Adam Gase uh, sleep easy at night.
2: (laughs) The other thing too, is like, uh, I mean, like this division is so hard to project that like, I am, I'm thinking as a better, like that taking a flyer on, any one of these the Jets or the Dolphins like could be a good thing just because I think it's wide open and I don't know who's going to go. So why not get the seven or eight to one team to win this division? Um, I already hit the Jets at plus eight fifty, just threw a little bit on it because I didn't, I thought it was like too good of odds to pass up. Um, And I think they're more, I could see them taking the next step forward at more so than the Dolphins um, just because yeah. of their roster composition, less turnover, especially in this COVID this COVID-19 um, environment. Um, but Adam Gase still a head coach, not, not a great head coach. Um, but, you know, I've seen weird things happen. And if I'm not believing in the Patriots or the bills, the jets, um, you know, the jets could be, could be a thing. But yeah. let's go, uh, let's, let's go the dolphins. Yeah. Sorry. Tell me, tell me why you're liking the dolphins the most out of this bottom two tier of the jets and dolphins to make some noise in this division.
0: Okay. Granted, I, I think realistically the dolphins could be a year away based on their draft, how they drafted, you know, Tua might not see the field to the end of the year. They drafted tackle Austin Jackson and the cornerback they drafted. Noah, I'm not going to try to say his last name. Start to the But it was a theme among the players that they picked. They were all pretty young. Like Jackson, I think is 21, 20 or 21. And the cornerback uh, is also that young. So these guys that, you know, are going to get experience this year. And I think they're looking more towards, you know, making the run next year. But granted, this is a weird year. There's not much of an offseason. And I think whether it be Ryan Fitzpatrick or Tua, whoever, you know, the Dolphins put behind center is, you know, more often than not probably the best quarterback in the division. And with that position being so important in the NFL, I, I think that's a huge advantage for the Dolphins. Plus, you know, I'm assuming Ryan Fitzpatrick is gonna start the year. Like I said, things are kind of jumbled. Um, defenses takes a little while to catch up and The first month and a half could be, you know, a very backyard football situation. And one of the reasons Dolphins fired their offensive coordinator last year because no one knew the plays because they were so complicated that basically the last, you know, six games of the year, Ryan Fitzpatrick was just telling people what routes to run. And he was just running around and throwing the ball up. So if if the first, you know, six weeks of the season is just like backyard football, you kind of just have to create you're in bad positions, you, you find a way to make plays. Ryan, in this division, Ryan Fitzpatrick is the perfect quarterback to have because he'll, he'll make it happen and he'll rally guys behind them. Um, so I think they, the dolphins have, have an advantage in that sense. They have this veteran leadership under center and a guy that can make plays in in imperfect situations. uh, I thought thought
2: the audience, no, Terry is in completely biased at this point in terms of his opinions on uh, Mr. Fitzpatrick. Uh, he's trying to emulate him in every way possible throughout this quarantine. So if he's going to be you know, pumping anyone's tires, this is who we expected. Take that. Everything he just said with a huge grain of salt. Go on. I, just,
1: I still haven't gotten <laughs> into Harvard.
2: How many, uh, hey, hey, how, it's pending.
1: <laughs> how many games do you think Tua plays this year? Uh, I think it's gonna depend uh on his health
0: and it depends how the Dolphins are playing. If if yeah. they start out if they start winning some games early, there's no reason to rush him along. If, yeah. with Do tactics. you feel
1: like I mean, yeah, I was gonna say like when you, obviously like when you draft a quarterback like super early, like when the Giants drafted Daniel Jones, they like the fan base was kind of pushing like, like put him in, put him in, put him in. Do you feel like that's the consensus from like Dolphins faithful or, you know, like Finn's nation. Like how did, how do you guys feel about it? Uh, in terms of like getting to a playing time?
0: I mean, I'm gonna, I don't mind him sitting, but I will say that Tua has the top two selling jerseys in the NFL home and away jerseys above and number one and number two. So Oof. I, the people, you know, there's going to be a lot of number one jerseys in the stands if, or at home, probably at home. Um, but you know i think it just depends if they're winning games um they're gonna leave fitzpatrick in if you know they're kind of out of it there's no reason why you shouldn't get two of the reps it depends on the offensive line too fitzpatrick loves getting beaten up if there's no reason we saw what happened to rg3 um in washington playing behind a terrible offensive line and having to run for his life um kind of almost kind of it really set him back in his career so if if you can win games with Fitzpatrick and if the offensive line is playing well, then maybe you know if if you have an offensive line, then I would say put two in. But you know if Fitzpatrick's playing well, and why why rush it? Fair.
2: At the end of the day, I do think the Patriots are most likely to win this division because of <sighs> how poor the rest of the division is. Um, but.
0: It's a I, at these odds, branch.
2: at these odds, I just don't love it. So, I'm fading the Bills. I'm probably buying the Patriots, like in some early week, in some early week lines. Um, but I don't know if I'm confident in them enough to pick them to win the division, especially at basically one to one odds. Um, and I do like the Jets more than I like the Dolphins. That's those, yeah. those, those are my takes on the on the AFC.
1: You can do a like I was looking at some of the parlays at the top of the division. I mean, you can do Patriots first, Jets second, is plus nine hundred on MGM or, without having to pick the rest of the. You or know.
2: Patriots Jets top two plus five twenty five any order. Oh, okay.
1: That's, that's a on good one Bet, too.
2: That's on Bet MGM as well. Um, yeah. Favorite bets for this. Um, any other put the skill positions in this, in this division too, they just are not good. Like Diggs is the best receiver in this division, but like, is he in the best situation? Probably not. Uh, that's,
0: again, I like, that's why I like the dolphins. I'm, I'm sorry. I'll toot this horn till the cows
2: come home. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's give, our, let's give our best bets for the AFC East to finish this one out
1: uh i like that uh i like that uh i like that one that you just said actually the top two of any order the patriots jets plus 525 i like that a lot
2: i my best bet is a bet that i've already made um bills under nine wins i think i got it at minus 105 on points bet um but i think that's where the market is settling right now um if it goes up to nine and a half i love that even more um, but I, I, if anything with this division as wide open as I, as wide open as it is, I'm just fading the bills uh, to,
0: re-
2: to regress and to come back down to earth defensively. And I just don't think they're good offensively.
0: No, I like that. That would, that's up there. My, my favorite bets for this division. Uh, yeah, I might wait on it, um, a little longer to hopefully get it at nine and a half, but still willing to take it under nine. Uh, my, best bet for the division i like the dolphins over six wins that's minus 120 um, but i'll i'll go with uh miami dolphins to make the playoffs a year earlier than expected uh currently five to one on mgm uh there's seven seven playoff teams per conference this year uh, if you look at last year's standings the Steelers would have made it at eight and eight. And then I forget. I think it was, I forget who the but the two, eight and 18, I think it was the Cowboys. And I forget the other team. They were tied at eight and eight, but they were Rams,
2: the Rams Rams. last year.
0: Yeah. So, you know, it's 500s likely making the playoffs this year, possibly with, you know, bad teams being even worse without the practice. So, you know, it could be top teams beating up on bottom teams. So you could possibly see, you know, a seven and nine team make the playoffs as that seventh wild card spot. You could see a seven and nine team win the AFC East. So I'm going to take a little cut on the odds that have multiple ways to win um, and take the dolphins to make the playoffs at five to one.
2: Yeah. I mean, you bring up a good point about the seven playoff spots and how Top teams can be up on, on bottom teams um, pretty bad this year, especially AFC is very top heavy. You'll see that as we go through these previews, um, like the Ravens, Steelers, um, Chiefs, uh, like the, the top heavy teams are, are very top heavy um, in this in this conference. So we'll get more into that as we go through our next preview. Hold we, on.
0: Hold on, Dom. Let's go around. Who wins the division? Gun
2: to, my, gun to my head. Gun to your head. Gun to my head, Patriots. Joe, Patriots. Terry, there's a gun. the gun is switched and now it's pointing at you.
0: Oh, man. Uh,
2: I'll, I'll say the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> Diversity. I love it. All right. um, our next division preview will be the NFC North, uh, probably coming out next Tuesday. Uh, But stay tuned as we go through our Summer NFL Preview Series as we deal with this coronavirus pandemic. Stay safe, everybody out there. We'll see you next week.
1: Bye. Bye. God bless.
0: 63. I'ma buy a new CELINE, let her ride in the forest with me Oh, she the bank, I'm her boo, and she down to break the rules Right now, she gon' go, I'm gon' choose, she finesse I fight both, she take that,
2: put over time on your body she You know ain't gotta work. go away, why work, 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 but you gotta go